Welcome back to the Thousand Words Podcast. It's less than two weeks now until I'm on the road again, out to Nevada and maybe California and Utah. It's going to feel good to touch some rocks, to be outside, to safely see some friends I haven't seen in a very long time. I've been working outside with my hands the last couple weeks. I've had a front row seat to the changing leaves and to the colder weather. It's got me thinking about trees and a book that I read at the beginning of the year. And I guess, in a way, the future of this country. The trees have turned in Wisconsin. I call this essay, and the weather trends are colder by the day. My first few essays in the spring were about this time of year the apples, the leaves, Thanksgiving, and the cold. It's here now, when the sun sometimes shines on the gray and cracked streets in the city, when the sinuses get stuffy at night from the pressure changes, when sweaters and jackets are dug up from the bottom of dressers. I work outside, in full view of the changing season, crunching leaves under my feet as I carry bags of cement to wooden posts on a fence line. I've watched two seasons come and go in Wisconsin now, and through them both I watched the trees. I've been thinking about the old American chestnut trees that used to cover most of the eastern United States. The giants that dominated the east, where four men could stand shoulder to shoulder and not cover a trunk. They stood sometimes a hundred feet tall, nine feet in diameter. They are mostly gone now. It's once thought there were some three billion east of the Mississippi, now fewer than one hundred. Some glimmer of hope, though, as settlers took chestnut seeds west and planted them in better conditions in Oregon and Northern California. Younger sisters to the Redwoods. The last book that made me cry was The Overstory. A generational epic about the fight for this planet, for these trees. I'm thinking about it again now, as the leaves start to turn familiar shades of red and yellow and orange. And I start to hear and feel the familiar crunch as I walk in the golden rays of sun through limbs. Take a deep breath next time you step outside. Before you put another foot forward, listen for the breeze up high as wind rushes through the small branches up top. Remember that nature still exists. Seasons still change. Cold weather comes as trees and we prepare to hunker down for winter. A winter that might bring more uncertainty and fear. More sickness, more hatred, more division. The old American chestnut trees succumbed to an Asian fungus mistakenly brought to the States. That fungus quickly wiped out the old guard, but not entirely. Chestnut trees still try to grow, but they never last more than a year east of the Mississippi, always getting infected before they can mature. Perhaps now arborists should take up the rallying cry, Make American Chestnuts Again. I'm working for a man with a master's in horticulture. We drove to a job site yesterday morning as the clouds grew darker and I pulled up the radar on my phone, showing a hard storm coming east over Madison. Not sure we'll have much time to work today, Todd said, driving with his knee while rolling a cigarette with both hands. Todd drives an old red Dodge truck with magnets on the doors that say Odd Job Todd. He takes the magnets off when he goes to the dump because, if the magnets are still on, it's a company car, not a private one. He listens to sports talk radio in the morning, 
Let's be a constant pro-Green Bay Packers rhetoric that sounds like the rhetoric from every other football town. Todd lit his cigarette and rolled down the manual window. A humid breeze came through the car, wet enough to make my palms sticky. As I told him about the old American chestnut trees and the overstory, he started pointing out trees along the road. Maple, spruce, the dead ash trees that looked so out of place in midsummer with their barren limbs and cracked trunks. There's a disease ravaging the ash trees in the Midwest, much like the disease that is ravaging the people of Wisconsin. At the time of writing, Wisconsin's positivity rate is close to 20%. The state, were it its own country, would rank third in the world as a COVID hotspot. Back in my parents' neighborhood when I was in high school, Todd was saying, there was a street lined with beautiful oak trees. It was a canopy. And then one by one the oak trees died and they planted ash trees instead. Now the ash trees are dying. When I think of the old American chestnut trees, I always go back to the same picture. Three women standing in front of a massive trunk that, even in black and white, already looks dead. Stripped bare of bark. They wear classic 19th century dresses, long, somewhat slim, strong shoulders, hair bunched up on the tops of heads. A child sits in a hole cut into the chestnut, cut in with the obvious intent that that giant will soon come crashing down, opening up a hole in the canopy, opening a direct line from the ground to the sky. The picture captures the final legacy of an old-growth forest, formerly a bastion of American flora, reduced to black and white. We arrived at the job site a few minutes later. We were moving a fence back a few feet. As we tore down the old fence, we got stuck on a post that had been partly enveloped by the trunk of a tree growing around, reclaiming it. We should just leave the post in the tree, I said. It's almost saying, come home, my son. Todd picked up the sawzall and lined it up where the post met the trunk. The tree is going to come down soon anyway, he said. I looked up. Bare, dead branches greeted me like arthritic fingers. A dead ash. Such a shame that things so old and grand might wilt away. Such a sad sight to see the nannies of the forest sag and fall. There's new research coming out that suggests planting trees is a great weapon in fighting climate change. It says that if we plant one trillion trees, we could reduce the CO2 in the atmosphere by one-third. It's not enough. But in this age of government that denies science and refuses restrictions on polluting corporations, perhaps trees are the people's best option. Take a walk while the trees are bright, breathe in deep, and remind yourself that those towering trunks give us life. My words this week were wise and dead. Go take a walk in the trees while they still have some color, before all the leaves are gone. And maybe more importantly, make a plan to vote. The election is already underway. Deadlines for registration and mail-in ballots are already coming up quick. If you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash thousandwordspodcast or share an episode with someone who might enjoy it. 
I'll have one more episode for you from Milwaukee next Friday. All right, we'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.